Hey, this week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we've got Andrew Della Volpe dropping into the Scuttlebutt studio to wax poetic on all that is going on in the world. And you can catch him live at Nick's Comedy Stop in Boston on Friday, August 18th and Saturday the 19th. But today, we play a game of Would You Rather. We make a list of songs for our summer mixtape, and we discuss some of the most important issues facing America. Who's hiring these unqualified water slide operators? And who says it's not one's right to piss in their own backyard? Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Royal Pizza, the best pizza and lowest prices in town. And by APC Pest and Termite Control, knocking them dead since 1981. Town Scuttlebutt. Good to be back at the Scuttlebutt Studio. <laughs> I'm a betting man. I'd put ten bucks on the fact that we have something in common today. Uh, did, did either of us not shower? wearing underwear? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, no one took a shower in this room, right? That's right. Yeah, it feels kind of nice, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I love being around your. Stench. Uh, no, I texted you because I remembered last time there was no camera, and I was like, "All right, we're not doing the hair's not going up. Mm-hmm. If there's no camera." Yeah, you didn't yeah. hit hair and makeup and go through wardrobe yeah. before yeah. you came in. Because I'm gonna work out later. Two showers. Really? What am I, a woman? Let's jump. Let's jump right into your your workout regimen. Because yeah, let's paint a picture for for the audience members. Juicy biceps. Yeah, guys, it's this is small town scuttlebutt, and with me today, we've got Andrew Della Volpe. Gonna he be here. totally a rising comedian in the Boston scene. Is that Sweet. is that a nice way to say it? Very nice, thank Very, you. And I always see the Boston scene. I, I just it's a thing. It's it's unique own. It, it's separate than anything else. I, I can say that proudly. Yeah. You know? Like the one great thing is it's like if you want to go to a great school, there's fifty of the best in the world. Like right. within ten miles, it's convenient, right? And I just feel like wow, you want to get into comedy? Well. You're probably doing it in one of the coolest I think so. places, right? I think so. And I think people who know comedy kind of hold it up there with New York and L.A., but it has just such a legendary history with, you know, Lenny Clark and Steve Sweeney, and then you get Joe Rogan and Bill Burr and Patrice O'Neill, and people talk about it all the time, like, oh, there's something about Boston, like, so many funny people come out, mm-hmm. and now today there's so many great shows and opportunities, and you get to still perform with, like, Tony V. And you get to perform with Tony <laughs> V. Um, yeah, no, it's just, uh, like, I've spent hours and hours listening to podcasts and watching that movie when stand-up stood out, and just all these things about the history in Boston, it's all very interesting and exciting and cool, and they were, like, rock stars back in the day, and now still a great stand-up city. Yeah, I think it's a breeding ground, especially, mm-hmm. because... There's a lot of guys that that get started here, but they really go out to. You have to go to New York or LA, right? In most time, often is the case. Like Bill Burr, for example, right, right. But it's funny because I don't think you mentioned in that list. You did, people always forget about Jay Leno. Like, I know he went to. He's from Andover, I believe, and he went to Emerson. I mean, yeah. he 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 was so cool. Like, uh, do you know that he would go to club owners, you know, and say, "Hey, uh, here's fifty bucks." 
give me five minutes, and if I blow it, you can keep the money. And I've heard how, that story. And that's how you would get it's stage badass. time. Yeah. Is that funny? You should. I was thinking about trying that the other day. I was like, <laughs> let me just do the, I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got your Tuesday night show at, yes. at um, the Bell and Hand Tavern in Boston. You I should could, make you pay me. Read <laughs> a check to yeah. ADV comedy. <laughs> Give me five hundred bucks. You come whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get like the, the gold pass yeah. for a year. No, just kidding. You That's can come funny. anytime. <laughs> Thank you. You know, the first time I went, because a lot, of, a lot of the jokes I do would be geared around my experiences as a parent, a husband. So, as you can imagine, like that suburb audience. You yeah. know, you're talking to the Gen X homeowner, right? Yeah. Right? Family, they got a babysitter. Like I'm connecting with them on that experience level, definitely like, observational. Like, oh yeah, that just happened to me. So when I went to your show, 50 people, no one was over 25. And yeah. I was like, hmm, I did all right, but I, I, I left. I just, I just knew it. I use this analogy. Tell me what you think as a comic. If you're surfing, right, you gotta yeah. find that. You see that wave coming, you yeah. want it. You start doing that paddle. Yeah. And then you see the surfer, like, not actually get up in time, and he sort of misses the boat. That's how I felt at... Connect, just missing. Tr- just just, miss. just trying to connect with the 25-year-olds yeah. while I'm thinking in my... Because you're making all these decisions yeah. as you go, right? Yeah. Like, I gotta... How am I gonna... That girl's 22. That girl yeah. has a 21st birthday bash. Right. Uh, you know, sash. Oh, on. that was that yeah. night. Oh. Yeah, right I don't think front. anyone was connecting with them. Yeah. 21-year-old <laughs> yeah. birthday party, 12 girls. It's like, oh, boy. Yeah, so I, I got prepared. I'm like, you know what I'll do? I'll 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 come across to them next time I come on to the show because I went on your show like two weeks ago. Yeah, like I will be ready to be more of a father figure presence with a little bit of self deprecating humor. Like, oh, this is a great idea I have. You know, yeah. and they'll look at me like, oh, here's a dad. Like he's, you know, kind of like my dad. You know, so I was all excited, and then I go in, and it's all. You know, 40s and 50s. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? Now, so what kind of audience do you typically get there? There, um, I think the first night you're describing is a little atypical. It's usually like a pretty good cut of everyone because it's like it's half 20s and 30s young professionals who are kind of living in the area and then half um, uh, tourists, yeah. especially in the summer because that area is so busy. So then you get the 40s and 50s. It's like, kind of like a comedy club. Yep. Split usually, yep. yeah. But I know what you mean about like surfing and just missing. And I think this is one of the things, one of the things I've struggled with and continue to. But you just get better with it. Like I do a lot of shows in the city, obviously during the week, mm-hmm. and then a lot of shows in the suburbs, whether it be like uh, like opening for like a guy like Jimmy Dunn or like on these showcases and things out where the crowd is older people. Mm-hmm. Not even older people, but like fours and fifties, and I'm like, yep. I have all these jokes that connect with people my age, and then I have half these jokes that connect with the people that are older, and then you want to make all the jokes connect for everybody, but I think it's a little bit impossible, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So just dealing with like, I got these jokes that work here, these jokes that work here, and I'd like them to all work everywhere, but <laughs> sometimes it's impossible. But I think the more Lamont Price gave me this advice. Uh, I was like, I need to write more jokes that work in New Hampshire. I said that early on, like mm-hmm. two years into comedy or something. He's like, nah, man, you don't need to do that. You just need to make yourself come through so much more clearly to these people in these jokes so they get you, and that's what will make you connect. And I think that's the best advice. Kind of like you said, like, let me introduce myself as Rick Fink. I'm a, I'm a dad of two kids. I'm, mm-hmm. You know? Like, come across like a little overzealous. I know what I'm talking about, yeah. and it's not making sense. But yeah. someone else gave me the advice, too. Uh, my, uh, Mike Hanley, very good, very funny comic. He was like, 
Like, even if those kids were, like, 25, like, they still have parents that are, like, about your age in some mm. case. You know what I mean? Like, they're still going to yeah. get a lot of things you're saying. Like, for me, it's like, oh, well, these people have grandkids and kids and, yep. you know. <clears throat> yeah, so that's something I took away from The it. comedy corner. But I, I loved it. I loved your... Uh, I loved your... So... Getting you on the show, I just feel like, how can I give back? You're just, you're like a uh, really good, you're a nice guy of comedy. Uh, you know what I mean? On. Like, like everyone's Thank nice, you. but you just seem like a cool, cool, laid back person. So let's mm-hmm. let's get down to brass tacks, shall we? Who do we hate? <laughs> Who do we hate? <laughs> I got kidding. a list. I got a short list here. I got a long list. Are you? No. I don't really hate people. I, I am. Uh, my wife says I'm dismissive, and and that's probably just as, that's funny. Just as disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too extreme. Someone could piss me off for like a you know like you get mad at your friend for like a moment and be like mm-hmm. like I go straight to I hate them, and then someone goes really I go no they just made me a little upset that day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Sorry. All right, summertime stuff. I just came mm. up with just random stuff. This was just like a list idea list. I just started jotting random shit down. Great, hit me. Summer edition, would you rather? Love it. Okay. Would you rather get, like, fall asleep on the beach for two hours, like from noon to two, no sunscreen, right? Get that sunburn? Ooh. Or head to toe poison ivy? Sunburn, but I'm not happy about it. I have a pretty good sunburn story, Mm -hmm. if I may. (laughs) Yeah. I, in college, this is embarrassing. I need adults listen to this podcast. But anyways, (laughs) uh... I, my mom was like a sunscreen mom okay. growing up. Like, not crazy, but you went anywhere in the summer where sunscreen, and I hated it. Yeah. And she had like this Every thing. Does. Like the you, Do they still have like the face stick for kids where it's like a glue stick and they roll it on your on your face? Uh, so she would always hit us with this, and it just, I hate the skin. Yeah. It didn't like the way it felt. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in college, and I'm at the beach with like friends, and we're staying at our friend's parents house up in new hampshire rye somewhere like that somewhere nice mm-hmm. and it's kind of a cloudy day and i'm like you know what i'm, I'm not gonna put on sunscreen i'm an adult i can do whatever i want in my it's body my choice my body my choice okay <laughs> <Yeah>. progressive <laughs> yeah. and we're at the beach and I, it's a little bit cloudy mm-hmm. and i don't n- understand that you can get burned when it's cloudy yeah i'm an idiot long story short i get so burned i don't realize so you get home you take a shower you're like oh my god my skin's never looked like this anyways we go out to dinner <sighs> 10, 15 of us, my buddy and his, like, cousins are there. Like, it's a huge, his parents are paying for everyone, mm-hmm. and everyone's drinking. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like, we're going out, like, I've had, like, four vodka Red Bulls, and I'm not drunk at all. It's great. I don't realize this. My buddy told me the next day, when you're in, like, physical pain, you don't feel the effects of, like, alcohol. Yeah. I think the same way if you took, like, a Percocet after your surgery, right? Sure. So I don't realize, I'm getting hammered, and I'm saying insane things and you, and you have no idea that <laughs> you're drunk. i like i didn't black out or anything but like i'm like i gotta keep drinking i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not drunk you know i'm in college right so yeah. on the i remember like oh i'm hitting on my buddy's cousin like yeah, you were. still haven't let me live it down like <laughs> i don't need to go to specifics but it was a performance <laughs> that's terrific yeah. good for you yeah all right how about this one would you rather be attacked by a great white shark or catch on fire both could happen in the summer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this well. is actually the ultimate. Would you like rather like yeah. what? What's the worst way? To, I these two are the most frightening to me. That's why. I think if I got bit by a shark, people would have a little more sympathy for me, and that sounds attractive. So let's fight a shark. Seriously, I don't. You want to catch on fire? Ugh, I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. 
That's the thing. Do I survive these things? Um, no. <laughs> then I want to be bit by a shark and die quicker. In the ocean. What if he just, like, teases you? Like, he just nibbles on an arm. Just and takes then, a bite. Oh, and he gets a femoral <laughs> artery. You have, like, 90 seconds, but he just keeps coming at you and just... Welcome to the How Would You Want to Die podcast with Rick Fink Jr. I'm going to bum you the fuck out. <laughs> Catch on fire? I mean, you know. Um, I like also a, thought grizzly bear. But, you know, I was thinking about this because what's up? Let's let's just jump right to national parks. Like, yeah. what the hell's going on? Right. There's, like, bison that are goring people just walking on a trail. The grizzly yeah. bears eating, eating I think, I think, human beings. I think I could talk a grizzly bear down. Like you have a chance. You have a chance. They're like kind of like dogs. You're like, whoa, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> Smell my hand. Come on. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? good, good little boy. Who's a good bear? Yeah, yeah, good, a good bear. bear. <laughs> good bear. You're so fuzzy. Come here. Yeah, dude. National parks scare me because I went to one with my girlfriend over. Uh, we went skiing in Utah. We stopped in a national park. You just walk around and the bison are like 15, 20 feet away from you. And they're chilling. But what if one day they're not mm-hmm. chilling? <laughs> yeah. Do bison not get moody? I was in Costa Rica walking along and this huge steer type animal with uh-huh. huge horns just out in the little pasture. Yeah. Not, you know, contained or anything. And it just looked at me and I was I just stopped and I froze. And I just thought to myself, this is either I am in either grave danger or a local is laughing their ass off right. at my fight or flight, <laughs> like <laughs> frozen thinking, like yeah. or freeze, you know, <laughs> state I'm in. Because I'm like, I don't know what. The, if I move, is he gonna like come after me, or right. is he just simply eating grass? I don't. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I, I do know how to get out of a, a brown, a, a brown or grizzly bear. What do you do? Okay, it's different than a black bear. A brown bear, you want to look, you want to play dead. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you have a backpack or something, keep it on yeah. and tuck your arms in. Like try to like lay on your okay. arms and spread your legs out to make flipping over harder to do. Okay, I just I just read that. <laughs> okay, black bear, which is what you have around here. Yeah, uh, make noise and make yourself look big. Okay, yeah, don't run from either of them. Noted. I hope I'm never in that situation. Sidestep too. You know, before you go to DefCon Five and play dead, like yeah. just try to face it and sidestep. Okay. Don't walk backwards. Okay. Don't turn around. The more you know. The more you know. That's good. All right. Let's make it a little more happier. Okay. Summer playlist top hits. What, what's what's on your mixtape, bro? My, I will say I got a little bit of shit for this the other day, but I'm pulling up my Spotify. I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but some of this re-release is hitting for me. Is Sparks. It? Okay. Do you know that one? You got kids. I, yeah, my daughter loves it. Uh, this one I missed the first time around. I think it's called Sparks or Sparks Fl- Sparks Fly. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, what else? Summer playlist. I had a nice July Fourth going. It was very uh, like John Mellencampy, Bruce Springsteen, Katy Perry, fireworks, like just good American. Yeah, Pink Houses, Sweet Home Alabama mm-hmm. type of vibe. I like okay, that. Yeah. okay, those are good. Yep. What about uh, deeds? Uh, how about uh, with, with the Fresh Prince, Summertime? I don't know that one. Summer, summer, summertime. Keep going. Summertime. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to write that down right now. Yeah, you know that one. I kind of like, you know what? Country music seems to have a place in summer. Yeah. Like, if it's February. Fe- did I say that word wrong? You did up? say it wrong. February. If it's, yeah. if it's hard. Like, 
If it's you put March, the hard R in February. If it's sometime between January and March, yeah. Andrew, no country. Um, I just don't feel like I'm. I'm not feeling it. But in the summertime, yeah. and I think it might be something to do with the lyrics I'm talking about. I got that red boot. Yeah, it's yeah. all it's all like dirt and sun and tractors and, and, and tailgates yeah. and, and pretty girls, preferably yeah. blondes. Sure, under twenty five. And uh, okay, Rick Fink, Jr. blue jeans, boots, yeah. tailgates. Yes, sir. Baseball. Saturday night, Friday mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Country in the summer. I that, like that sounds like you know a good evening. What's your summer ideal evening? As you ne- like, ideal, but not like crazy. Fire pit. Yep. By the pool, or you know, uh, on the beach would be great. Yeah. Kicking around. I got a bunch of fraternity brothers coming out to uh, the Cape to visit. Oh, nice. And uh, it's like seven of us. And, you know, we're talking about, like, we're making plans. Like, what are we doing? Beyond sitting in a semicircle in these little low-lying chairs on the beach all day and then all evening. Will there be some golf? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yep. Any any recommendations? Uh, Courses down on the Cape? Yeah. I've never played. I played uh, both courses in Plymouth, Pine Hills and something else, I think. Mm -hmm. They're good. I don't know anything on the Cape, though, actually. Hyannis. Uh, oh, I played the Hyannis Country Club with my friend once in high school. Okay, so that's the closest to us. That was great. What you, it was good? Yeah. I Is that like, public? Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should play that. I feel like they should be great. I mean, you're a, yeah. you're a golf course right in the center of Cape Cod. Yeah. People come out. You should be a destination. Definitely. Right? Yeah. So I think that's what we'll, yeah. where we'll play. Uh, I just it, thought of this. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. One of my favorite summertime moments, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And I think you and your... Frat bros are going to experience this, but you go to the <laughs> beach all day. Yep, you have a good time. Come home, take a shower, mm-hmm. cocktail in your hand, sit down on the couch, throw on a little TV before dinner. Yes. That summertime pre dinner, just showered, cooled off. Oh, best hour of the day. Yeah, that's my favorite. I yeah. like that outdoor shower. Uh, anywhere you want to shower is good <laughs> when you're on the Cape. That's the thing. Yeah, my son, nine years old. Yeah. God, you literally have to like hog tie him yeah. and put him in the shower, turn it on. And hold the door shut. For him to shower? For him to shower. That's funny. But in the summertime, we go to the Cape. Yeah. Three showers a day. Interesting. It's an outdoor, it's the outdoor shower. Yeah. So he wakes up. He's like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And he comes home from the beach and then does it again just for fun. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Like, hop in the shower. Like, yeah. there's something about showering, being outside naked. Yeah. Picture it. It's powerful. It is powerful. Feels good. I, I feel good. When I was living with my parents in Concord, small town, mm-hmm. shout out. Every time I got home from stand-up at night, I'd pee outside in the driveway because it's just exciting. Mm-hmm. One with nature, mm. you know? It's like showering outside. Do you go go out in the backyard and just take a whiz? Sure. Fucking right. Yeah. So, I mean, every homeowner listening right now, yes. if you're a woman, you're like, my husband doesn't do that. I bet you he has. He for sure does that. And every husband out there goes, God damn right I do. <laughs> it's my property. I have to... <laughs> Mark my territory. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Something about just <laughs> hanging it over the deck railing. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I live here. Yeah. This is my, my house, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't do it every day, you know. You should. Oh, it's the funny thing is uh, we have a shed. And mm-hmm. I, you know, and, I mean, if it's during the day and I'm doing yard work or whatever, I'm, I'm like, I'm not going in the house. It's you know, yeah. My feet are dirty. I go around behind the shed. Yeah. I taught my son this this maneuver, yeah. like when he was seven yeah. or six. 
loved it. He just loved it. Like there was one time he was started running out. Like he had to take a whiz. He would run outside, go behind. Like, That's so like, funny. It, like it was an outhouse. He's like in his bedroom upstairs. Yeah, like, he's like, oh. gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, and he just loved to just paint. You That's know, so like funny. Write, write his name on the wall of the back of the shit. All right, we have boundaries, son. Yeah, okay. aim it in the mulch. Yeah, yeah. peeing outside. Summer playlist. Yeah, we're we're hitting everything today. Hey there, pizza lovers. Are you craving a slice of perfection that'll make your taste buds dance? Look no further than Royal Pizza, your one-stop destination for a mouth-watering pizza experience. At Royal Pizza, they're all about quality and flavor. Their hand-tossed artisanal crust is lovingly topped with the freshest ingredients, ensuring every bite is an explosion of taste. From classic favorites like margarita to pepperoni, and their unique specialty pizzas, they've got something for everyone. Plus, they cater to all dietary preferences with their delicious vegan and gluten-free options. But that's not all. Enjoy the royal treatment with their speedy delivery service, bringing piping hot pizzas right to your doorstep. Treat yourself like royalty and savor the moments with Royal Pizza. Hey there, homeowners. It's time to take back control of your yard and say goodbye to those pesky pests. Introducing APC Pest and Termite Control, your ultimate solution for a bug-free oasis. Are you planning to enjoy your yard to the fullest? Well, don't let ticks and mosquitoes ruin the fun. APC offers organic yard sprays that keeps those insects in your neighbor's yard, reducing the risk of you getting Lyme disease, Triple E, and other insect-borne illnesses. With APC's monthly yard spray service during spring, summer, and fall, you can revel in your outdoor space without worry. And here's the best part, they cover up to two acres. So don't let pests dictate your outdoor plans. Take charge of your yard today with APC Pest and Termite Control. They've been knocking them dead since 1981. Amusement parks. How do you feel about these places? Amusement parks, I like them and I love them. Your kids are, I think, amusement park age. There's an age where, so my aunt and then grandparents moved to Florida for a bit mm-hmm. while I was young. So we, we've hit them all, Disney, uh, Universal, and uh, SeaWorld. There's an age where roller coasters are like the coolest thing ever, I think. What is that age? I don't know. <laughs> right for when you. you're for me it was right when I was there was a year when I wasn't tall enough to go on like the scariest ones mm-hmm. and then so then uh, the next year I was that was cool I did them all one year and now I'm like I'll go on the roller coaster but I'm almost more scared I feel interesting like. as a kid you don't know like like I remember my mom's friend was like you know someone died on that roller coaster I was like oh, I don't care let's ride Kraken or whatever it is and now I'm like someone died for real yeah yeah <laughs> right but can it be like, no, that's fun. That's good summer Ooh. fun when your kids are, if your kids are excited, I think it's a must do. Canopy Lake's got the great, yeah. uh, that log Yankee, Yankee Cannonball. Yeah, that's fun. A white wooden rickety roller coaster. Yeah. Those old, like, what do you, what do you prefer? Like the new modern things or the old clickety clackety rattling? These days, clickety clackety rattling. But yeah. there was an age where I was into all the, the coasters. But I'll tell you what. Is not a must do. This was a bummer. So my sister, who's 22 years old, loves water parks. Oh, gross. Like kind of ironically, but also not. Uh-huh. And we'd been to a couple 
privilege of showing a couple in Disney that were like really nice, mm-hmm. you know. And she remembered loving Water Country as a kid. Like when we were, lo- I was in fifth grade. I got two younger sisters. I remember we had my mom and like our friends' moms. Like there was a group of like five families that all went to Water Country one day in the summer, and we remembered it as this being this really fun day because we were with our friends. We were like ten, right? Yeah. So for my girlfriend's birthday last summer in august we went to the water park it was me my girlfriend and my two younger sisters and we're at water country we're like this is the most depressing place we've ever been to in our entire lives i don't mean to yuck anyone's yum here but it's like it hasn't been updated since we were kids like Mm -hmm. the kids running the slides are like 16 years old you could just like i remember like you fling yourself on i'm like i could just fling myself off this thing and no one would even know sure it was kind of empty like the food was a little sketchy like it was sad. Yeah. yeah. Sad. I mean, we had fun, but like the music, the music that's playing on the speakers throughout, or just it's just a hair a little slow. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We couldn't afford Justin Bieber, but this is like Justin Bieber. <laughs> like yeah. your face painter. The kids are just yeah. walking around with like a smiley face. Yeah, exactly. Something simple. Exactly. Stick figure. Exactly. You're a lion. Um. Yeah. Roller coasters for me it was a no go. Up until like early teens, really? Oh, absolutely afraid of these things. Would yeah. not go. I was at Hershey Park. There's a thing called the Comet. I swear to God, like we we're in the front cart, and you know, the things going over. It's going over. It's going over. Right. Yeah. You're still waiting for the whole back half of the yeah. thing to come up over the apex of the hill, and I'm just like, I cannot see the track. Like you're just kind of hanging, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. it's, and it's just like, where's this cutting? It, it felt like it was a vertical it's drop, yeah. and uh, I was terrorized from that i don't know how i got talked into it didn't do it for several years and then uh all of a sudden i just i just get a thrill from them wait you're back in yeah 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 i, I mean like but but my kids and i we don't we don't do yeah but people get injured at amusement parks now right your neck or your back or something right is that what you're talking about mm-hmm. like jerked around yeah yeah or just like incompetence like right the roller coaster is cracked right you know or, or whatever yeah there's so many jobs I've always tried to do this as a bit. It never works. Like whether it's in like roller co- like medicine, roller mm-hmm. coaster, that that it blows my mind that you and I and every other person are allowed to just change a tire. Mm-hmm. I oh, yes. mess up most yes. things I do. Yeah. If I change the tire, what if it just flies off and I take out six cars? You, yep. know, you know what I mean? Like yep. you're allowed to do that. The person who draws your blood at the hospital is like 14 years old with AirPods, and I'm like, how about we get a phlebotomist that's like 25? Yeah. It's fucking insane. You're right. The kid operating the slide is like, go if you want to go. Don't. I'm like, watch me get on the slide so I don't kill myself here. Like it's insane. Absolutely. That we trust these people with jobs. I was up in Hampton Beach with one of my buddies, and we're in our early 20s, and we went up to that water slide. Yeah. It has like that bar. Rickety. Yeah. And it's a straight down water. This one was the straight down one yeah. that kind of has like the humps, you yeah. know. And my buddy, he was like, you know, he's in the Air Force. He's an outdoors guy. He's a total like tough guy. Like yeah. uh, nothing. He fears nothing. Right? right. Of course. Daredevil. So he he's like, watch this. And he stands up to the bar and he does like, you know, like a, like a field goal kicker. Right. He takes like six steps oh, yeah. back. And he just gets into like a sprinter stance almost, and just all because the guy is the kid's not watching. Yeah, and he runs and like a gymnast, you know, grabs onto the bars and vaults him yeah. off. He didn't even touch the 
the slide until about maybe 30 feet. And it was like a boom. Yeah. It was like, awesome. And, and then I was up next and I couldn't believe what I saw. It. And the guy, the kid just yelled at me. He's like, don't do that. Yeah, he looks like, I'm like, you do not have to worry. I will absolutely not do that. That's funny. On one of the slides, my sister goes, she goes, <laughs> it's just the two of us up. Like that's, it just was like desolate, right? There's one of those straight down slides, and mm-hmm. I'm like telling her, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of scared, whatever. Yep. We walk up. There's one kid working up there. She just goes, the big guy's scared. And the kids, <laughs> <laughs> the kid took it seriously and started giving me a pep talk. I'm like, all right, I don't need a 14 year old pep talk. I'm gonna go on the slides. Shut up. <laughs> Is this the thing where you you get in like that little tube chamber and the floor drops? Not high tech. This is just a slide from your backyard. Oh, vertical straight oh. down. Oh, it really is that. Yeah, steep. Yeah, one yeah, of those. That's crazy. All right. So I went through all the would you rather's. <laughs> we talked about summer playlists, amusement parks. Did we hit resorts? No. That's the other we? thing. Resorts. What was your vacationing like when you were a kid? You went to Disney. You went all yeah. to all these nice places. We had some good vacations. Yeah. We. Um, so my grandparents lived on the Cape my whole life. Mm-hmm. So Where, that, whereabouts? Uh, born right over the bridge, mm-hmm. um, so that was always fun. Nope. But st- in high school, we hit a couple hit a couple pretty sick European vacays. No we, kidding. Uh, yeah. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, Italy ne- one year. Wow. Hate to say it, been to France twice. Oh, Spain. Sweet. So yeah, pretty well traveled. Pretty lucky. Oh, in seventh grade, if I told you this, in seventh grade. I was our our town. I don't know how or why there was an exchange program with China, and me and my buddy Seamus went to China for like two weeks as part of this exchange program in seventh grade. Conquered Carlisle nice. High yeah. School. Yeah. So uh, middle school. Middle school. Yeah. And you went to China. Yeah. I was terrified. My mom made me. Every good only, thing I've only ever two, done. Only two students in this program. No, there was like twenty of us. But I'm oh, saying but me and my buddy gotcha. happened to. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's awesome. So uh, some good some good vacays, but a resort. I was looking them up recently. I want to go to a. I want to go to one with my uh, my girlfriend on vacation. You are a resort guy? Uh, I've been to the Chatham Bars Inn. Oh, uh, that type of resort. I'm talking. I want to go to Jamaica, all inclusive. Okay, so I've been Dominican, all inclusive. Yeah. And um, would you recruit? Would you recommend it? Well, it's yeah. I mean, if you wanted to sit on the beach and have everything done for you, that's great. I got. I got. I got perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect uh, date weekend. You want something romantic Please. and you want to like slow it down, right? Yes. I would go with your girlfriend to the Mount Washington Resort. Oh, yeah? Yes. And I do it in October with foliage. Like you got to nail it Ooh. right in the peak, which okay. you hit it around Columbus Day weekend. Yeah. Maybe go midweek, you know? So all the Torons and the buses sure. aren't, you know, slowing down the kank. I like that. And, uh, Route three and whatever. Yeah. You do that, you're going to have a great time. A little leaf peeping. Leaf peeping, dude. It's the greatest thing. I'm from New Hampshire. I'm a little biased. Yeah. Like, we'll we'll tell you, like, the New Hampshire tourism people will be like, there are only two places in the world that has the foliage as vibrant as it is here. Yeah. This place, and then they mentioned some place in Japan. Oh, with the uh, cherry blossoms, right? It's a big thing. No, just, just oh, the just, foliage. Okay. Just natural foliage. Cool. Yeah. All right, I'll keep that in mind. You I'll should go. That. I mean, they have, like, you know, you want to, like, propose? Like, I don't know if you're there yet. Bro, we were looking at some leaves. <laughs> <laughs> but they have, like, they have, like uh, horse cart carriage okay. things. Oh, they also have a great golf course. That's interesting. Does your girlfriend golf? 
She's at, she's played like four times. She's very good though because she's a field hockey lacrosse player. Sure, so, so the swing. She's driving the ball a hundred yards, but she has no concept of really the game. So we'll work. That'll on come it. easy, but if yeah. she's got the basic skills the basics. there, well, there's a really good golf course there. All right. Yeah, I'd take my buddy instead. <laughs> yeah, right? Idea. You could do that. That's a good <laughs> idea, too. All right. Well, that's my hot take on on resorts. All right. Well, I've run out of things to talk about. I have and one for you. May I? Yeah, go for it. All right. So this is a couple years down the road, probably, but I was looking recently. Uh, you know, I've been looking. I've been listening, first of all, is what got, got the ball rolling of like, are you in your 20s and 30s? You want to build wealth fast? These are like the 10 things you need to do. Like mm-hmm. these stocks, buy real, whatever. Yep. So. I've been looking. I've been I've been checking out Zillow a little bit, looking up some some small houses in Concord, and like surrounding towns, you know, of like places to maybe buy one day. Good. And my girlfriend's a teacher in Wayland and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not looking like super seriously, but I'm like thinking about like the idea of like living in a small town again. Kind of exciting. What do you think? Like I'm kind of like I kind of like neighbor like neighbors walk around town a little bit. What do you do? You like it? Do you I, like, I, like the neighbors? I do. Um, where I live, I feel like the driveways are a little bit longer. The yeah. houses are a little farther. Like I used to live in a little postage stamp kind of like neighborhood, dining yeah. houses in a, like a development. You know? Yeah. Um, what, back in the 80s when you could like run through seven backyards to get to your friend's house and you just wave to, you know, whoever's yeah. there. You know, it yeah. was a different time, I guess. Or maybe yeah. that stuff still happens, but I just moved yeah. To, to a different neighborhood, but well, this is a nice neighborhood. You got get it, the neighbor if you want them, but you can also pee in the yard and no one's looking at your. <laughs> I totally, yeah, totally. Well, I'm done. Okay. Um, are you done? Are you done? I'm is done. It, I want to. I need to beat Mark Riley in the most uh, appearances on this podcast. I think. Well, he's in the lead with three. You're right behind him with two. I know. I know. We'll have you back on. And wh- what's the deal? Liz is never here when I'm here. I know. Liz is on a vacation, so uh, I had to. Do some episodes uh, yeah, solo. Mm-hmm. So Mark Riley came on last week. Cool. Guest host. Cool. Yeah. Now it's Andrew Della Volpe. Thank you for having me. It was a blast as always. Yeah, man. All right. I'll get us out of here. Okay. Um, thanks for listening, Scuttlebuds. Share the show with a friend, will you? We want to get our numbers up. Also, help out our buddy Andrew. He's got a show coming up at Nick's Comedy Stop Friday, right. August 18th. And Saturday, August 19th, I will be going to the Friday, August 18th show. So I'll be looking for you. I might even buy you a drink. If I like you and we're into a good conversation, I buy, I, I'm i like, and if you remind me, if you say, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you said if I came to see Andrew Della Volpe, you would buy me a drink. If you call me out on that, I'll be like, you got me. All right. <laughs> What's the missus having? And I'll get you both a drink. That's what I'll do. I so love that, it. And because, Andrew, this is your first headlining weekend Yes, at Nick's Comedy Stop. That's right. That I'm is awesome. Very excited. Legendary club. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, Dane Cook, everybody that I look up to started there. And yes. it's just like a nice Boston milestone, and it, I'm pumped. It totally is. Yeah. It totally is. And I'm I'm excited for you. So anyway, that's Nick's Comedy Stop in Boston, Massachusetts. Andrew Della Volpe headlining Friday, August 18, and Saturday, August 19. That's the big thing. I think you guys should go there. We can get tickets at what? NickScomedyStop.com? NickScomedyStop.com, 22 bucks. Very affordable. Mm-hmm. Very affordable. That is very affordable. Yeah. 
Got, what, 45 minutes of entertainment? 45 minutes of entertainment with a couple of great opening acts. They're working hard on this material, and I'm pumped uh, pumped to show everybody. Good for you. I know you're going to sell it out. All right, Thanks, cool. All right, so you can also follow Andrew Della Volpe on Instagram, just simply Andrew Della Volpe. Yes, please. Two L's in Della. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right, I'm Rick Fink. This is Small Town Scuttlebutt. Check us out, smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Leave a message. Give us a grievance. We'll talk about it. Otherwise, you can follow us on Instagram, smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Or go to Apple iTunes, leave a review. All this stuff helps us get a bigger audience. You nailed it. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.